0: I spent eight years trying to reach him, and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. Welcome
1: to Anything Goes, the best geek and pop culture show broadcast from Long Island, New York. I'm your host, Timothy Rooney, and we're back, and we are starting a new series, but also returning to an old series because One Good Scare is back. Myself and Mike Wilson. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Well,
2: if you watched our promo video for this, you'll know we're bummed that thanks to the wonderful pandemic, Halloween kills got delayed. So sadly that episode is uh not gonna happen this year.
1: So and, and, and if the pandemic didn't happen, I, I could probably put uh money on it that Halloween would have killed at the box office.
2: How embarrassing. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: I just is... don't know how, like, you when you look in mirrors, they don't break out of shame.
1: No, because mirrors love me. That's why. <laughs> yeah, they reflect everything back at you. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, it, it's weird. Like, it, mirrors don't break at me, but, like, most of the mirrors in my house have this weird warp in them. I don't know why we have these strange mirrors in our house.
2: Well, don't live in a fucking fun house and <laughs> that won't happen. I, like, Stop I living look...
1: at the carnival, you fucking freak show. <laughs> that That's where I'm accepted. Uh, why do you think you're friends with me? Uh, anyway. Enough sympathy? From- <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Your friendship to me is a make-a-wish uh, foundation. Uh, God awry.
2: Anyway, enough <laughs> of this gay banter. As they said on Monty Python, I think it was. Yes, I believe so. Okay. Yeah. So I got the idea. You know what? Let's figure out something to do. Mm-hmm. We did the Batman commentary track. That was fun. I like commentary tracks. We don't do them often enough.
1: No, I mean, like, prior to the Batman 89 one we did, I think... We've done this before, like five years ago, four years ago. We did a... But fuck that
2: one. This one's better. Yeah. We haven't even recorded it yet, and it's better.
1: No, because I think we're just better as uh, verbal storytellers, oral storytellers on podcast. I guess. Yeah. And so, yeah, like that's why we're going to... So we're not just doing a one-off here. We're going to do all the Halloween movies as commentary tracks, right?
2: Yep. Over the course of the next year until Halloween Kills comes out, then we'll get a regular episode. And maybe, just maybe in the following year, well... We'll definitely do a commentary track
1: on that, but yeah. But we're gonna when also, that comes out. When that comes out home uh, yeah. release, we'll do a commentary track. Of Halloween Kills
2: as well. Yes, we're also gonna decide let the fans decide on certain cuts of the movies. If you want a full on one, because it's like we already decided, producer's cut is getting its own commentary track. That because, is correct. But when it comes to like. The zombie Halloween movies, it's like there's argument to be made. I feel more for Halloween 2's director's cut than there is Halloween 1's director's cut. Yes. But we'll let the fans decide, you know? It may be just a case of chewing your food twice.
1: Right. Um, like, I, like, if you want to know, if you want to know how you can participate in which cuts we can. Bother uh, Tim. I yeah. Have nothing. Uh, I will be putting up a poll on my Twitter at Timothy Rooney 2, so you can decide the there. Comes. When, when we get there. We don't do it now, so you don't have to worry about it right easy, now. Easy, easy, people. Exactly. So we have time let's, to let's kill. the fuck down. Exactly. So, yeah, so we'll be doing commentary tracks to all the Halloween movies over the course of the year, um, going up to the release of Halloween Kills. Yes, and so, yeah, and so, if you want to sync this up with your copy of halloween nineteen seventy eight uh we're using the
2: thirty fifth anniversary blu ray. This is a commentary track for those of you new at this where you you watch the movie along to the sound of our voices, right, and, and so we're in And maybe our- you won't slit your risks with the uh disc <laughs>
1: uh i like, I remember the the, the this is kind of a tangent to go with me here. I remember when the Underworld DVD came out. There's a there's a part of Underworld when Kate Excel turns the camera in slow motion and throws four discs at the camera to <laughs> kill a lichen. And the DVD release, they they CGI uh, DVDs over the uh, uh, the silver discs. And I could totally see somebody doing that with a uh, Blu-ray if they ever get too depressed. But yes, we're gonna be doing the 35th anniversary Blu-ray. And if you want to sync this up with your own copy of Halloween, uh. Mike, how are we going to be doing that? Like, what are we well, going to be doing?
2: the one we're using, we're – basically, we're starting – for you at home, whatever release you want to use, you know, we're doing the 35th anniversary. You can do DVD, VHS, Laserdisc, digital copy, whatever the fuck you want. You can tell how old we are because we go for the hard copies first. Right. <laughs> um, it's basically start – we will tell you when to press play, but mm-hmm. you'll want to get yours set up right when the Compass International Pictures release logo Begins to fade in. On our Blu-ray copy, we have it at the six-second mark.
1: Right. And we're going to do a countdown to, we're going to do like five to one.
2: Five, four, three, two, one.
1: And you press play when we say play. Yeah.
2: So if you want to take the time, pause this, get your copy of the movie set up. We have it right here at literally the first frame. If If you have a little frame by frame forward and backward, we have it at the first frame that the logo... Is visible. It's very faint and dark in the background, but it's there. And is that on this particular Blu-ray? It is at the
1: six-second mark. Right. Okay. Now, Mike, are you ready to start? I am ready, Tim. Okay. So we're going to count down from five. Five, So four, three, two, one, play. Yeah. So five, four, three, two, one, play. And so the Compass International Pictures release Mustafa Mustafa Akkad.
2: You know what? For the second movie, wouldn't it be so much better if they said Universal, and MCA company presents in a completely different font?
1: Yeah, like, uh, that'd be a perfect way to do it.
2: Like, why not? Let's just fucking squat down and shit on the corpse of Mr. Akkad.
1: Uh,
0: one,
2: I loved it. I remember when I used to have Facebook and that came out. Somebody put together all the Mustafa Akkad Presents logos from each of the movies. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> they had the one and they captioned it. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> Introducing Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, Very
1: because this is like one of her first big-time roles. I, I, I believe
2: this was her first feature-length movie.
1: Really? I okay. So. I, like, I didn't know if she had done anything she before. She was doing TV before, Operation Petticoat <laughs> Junction. Uh, P.J. Souls obviously uh, hot off of both uh, Carrie and Rock and Roll High School. Uh, Charles Cyphers, who was a carpenter mainstay for the, this part of his career.
2: Kyle a desperate housewife herself, Kyle Richards.
1: Oh my god, right, I forgot that's that's her name. How'd you forget she's coming back? I know, but I'm like I it's What the fuck,
2: Brian Andrews? Why aren't you coming back for Halloween kills? Did you not just happen to not have an agent again? I don't know. Oh, Dean Cundy, and one day you will he will finally realize his potential by doing Jack and Jill. <laughs>
1: Why do you have to remind me that he photographed Jack and Jill? Because it exists. <laughs>
2: and those who Forget history, are doomed to repeat it. Something Music like by
1: that. John Carpenter. John we just John. passed that. Oh, man. The
2: the, the wonderful pumpkin.
1: Mm-hmm. Actually, last year I did try to cut my Jacqueline in the pattern of. Didn't I send
2: look- you a PDF file that I got many, many like tw- almost, I'd say like 17 years ago off the internet? Yes,
1: you did. And you like tape it to your pumpkin mm-hmm. and carve it? I think the closest I got was to, like uh the the nose was I think the best part of it. Like the, the mouth I like, I kinda screwed up a little bit. But it's a Jack lantern it's supposed to look a little messed up.
2: Directed by John Carpenter.
1: Who like this was like kind of like a hard uh, gig for him. hmm Then like he was because he had done two movies, he had done um There's no Haddonfield in the movie. uh Darkstar and uh Soul The Priest in Thirteen, which like didn't do well in the States, but obviously was a hit overseas and like he was hired to do this. And then we have this the- there's
2: Mecca there's there's what I pray in the direction of.
1: <laughs> yes, the house uh, the Myers house that's uh currently located in South Pasadena right here.
2: And, and isn't it just isn't it just a total fucking crock of horse shit that finally when I am financially capable to travel to California to visit this with paid vacation time that there's a fucking global pandemic stopping us. I wouldn't say it's a crock of shit. I just say that's your luck. It is my luck. Right. My stepbrother used to call it the luck of the frog. Luck I don't of the know frog. Why, I don't know why the frog. Just maybe our frog's unlucky.
1: I don't know. As Judith's making out with her boyfriend on the couch here.
2: Sandy Johnson, former mm. playmate, playboy playmate.
1: I did not know that. Yep. That explains why, I, I guess, like, she was so comfortable. And like, boys, comp-
2: she looked delightful in
1: those. Yes. Um, and so two-pump jump uh, follows Judith upstairs as with the panaglide glide shot. Uh, There's a bunch of wires on the fucking porch. Yeah, because the electronic yep. um, Jacqueline right there.
2: Oh, God, that sting. I love <sighs> it. Now, the house itself, as we follow Michael Myers. We don't know it's keep Michael lo- Myers well, yet. All right, keep looking, keep looking. You see the Ah, shit I I missed I missed it, but there's like a a rear addition to the house. I missed when to point it out that is not there anymore. Like going to into this kitchen, this kitchen here is it does not exist anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Like like this was part of the house was like removed and you enter the house. Now, if you were to enter the real house, it would be through the um, dining room.
1: Hmm. And so we have you, Deborah you Hill's see, uh, hand right here in the yep. soft focus because it's too close to the lens.
2: You'll be able to see it in, like, later shots, mm-hmm. the, the, rear the the rear of the like, as, as Lori and Tommy come up to the house. like The, the that extension's little, not there? That little rear extension, yeah. Okay. It's not there anymore. So if you go ever go to visit the house and you walk around the back and you see the back door that's there, that's not the back door Michael Myers went into. That's the back door of the dining room.
1: Well, if you're going to walk around the, the back of that person's house... um. Let them know you're going to do that first. Do not just go on their property. We do not advocate. Well, of- it's, a,
2: it's an office, and it's right there in the middle of a huge fucking street because mm-hmm. it got moved to the end of the block it is in this movie. Right. And it's now, like, right on the other side of the road from the hardware store. Right. I'll, I'll point it out later.
1: And so, Jude's boyfriend leaves the house thinking he did a satisfied
2: job. the clock does strike 10.
1: Huh.
2: So, we, You actually do hear it in the background. Yes, as part of the sound said, design, right here. Yeah.
1: Now, this has got to be really difficult. So that's not—that's pretty narrow staircase to begin with, and now trying to get an eighty-pound camera rake up those stairs. Well, this is at the this they shot last. They did like the house was
2: as derelict and abandoned as it looked throughout the whole movie. They fixed it all up as nicely as possible. Like they even said that like some of the pictures you see on the staircase walls that just passed by a few seconds ago, mm-hmm. those are covering up the fucking holes in the wall. Huh. They did everything. They ran electric, ran like I think even plumbing. They did everything to make it look like it does in here. Right. And then when it was all done, they had to tear it all down. I figured they should have just left it up. Maybe someone could have sold it. It could be a famous house now, so why not fucking sell it?
1: It's kind of like when they made the Tech Noir Club in the Terminator. People thought it was a real club, and they were so desperate for money, they were kind of thinking about (laughs) taking cash from people.
2: Well, actually, have you played uh, Ion Fury, the fucking 3D Realms first-person shooter made on the build engine? No. From Duke, uh, Duke Nukem 3D? The first level, you're in the fucking Tech noir bar because it's <laughs> filled with, like, all old-school references. Oh, and what kind of killer looks at his hand while he's stabbing?
1: Somebody who's enamored in the act rather than the result.
2: And I think also one of the 90s Terminator FPSs on uh, DOS had the Tech noir bar mm-hmm. still standing after Judgment Day.
1: And Whip Pan. Uh, to cover the that rug. was a cut. Yep, <laughs> and I think <laughs> Ray Stella good. was the camera operator, if not the steady or the panning glide operator. He for had to it. carry that
2: heavy ass motherfucker because this was all for the most part one take. You yeah, know, it's two three. Type- t- it's,
1: it's like three takes cut,
2: it's cut together. Th- three very large takes, and every t- even if you screwed up a little bit, and what what we were failing to say. Before we cut to the next scene, oh, and there's little boy Michael Myers unmasked.
1: And perturbed mother right here.
2: It's like none of them thinks. like like, Puts their hands in the pockets. Is it just me or is is in the Rob Zombie movie when they have the fucking freeze frame of all the cops? Is that sort of like Rob saying, hey, John, this is kind of what you were doing here. Maybe you should have just gone full on free frame with it. I guess. But yeah, the... Like every time the camera moved past a certain place in the house, just before a mm-hmm. continuity error, the lights on the left side of the house were not on when he came in. Yeah. This movie sucks, continuity <laughs> error, but um, every time the camera moved past a certain place you would hear on like the raw tracks the sound of equipment being rustled cuz they were moving lights and everything in Oh the yeah cuz they
1: only had like a like a one van's worth of like camera equipment so there were literally people like cast and crew just like moving shit around when the camera is not in frame because that's that's just low budget filmmaking right there for you
2: Now I'll never forget one of the one of the earliest times I saw this movie it might have been the third or fourth time
0: Mhm
2: we were out it was my mother my stepfather and one of their old co-workers I've known my whole life old, old friend who my mother still knows today we were at her house we had just come back from dinner they were all hanging out you know in the dining room or whatever I put on the TV Halloween came on and after it cut to now what's this scene
1: with Loomis and uh, with Loomis and
2: Marion right it went to the fucking, uh TV cut scenes they still were broadcasting those like the TV version with all the added scenes because now, now you just Nowadays, with the fucking FCC deregulation from twenty five years ago, you just put more commercials in, right? You know, and you make it, and then you just uh, speed up the credits. <laughs> yeah. So I got to see that, and I was thinking, I, my mind was fucking blown because I was thinking, oh my god, deleted scenes! Mm-hmm. Holy
1: shit! Like I was almost tempted when when we were kicking around the idea to do the series. I wonder if we were going to cover the TV cuts of Halloween when we were doing this. We didn't talk about it. No, like we talked about it in the episode, but like I don't know if we could do a commentary track specifically for that one versus no, the original. I don't think
2: there's a point. It's it's a total of what three, four scenes, right? Thorazine. I just love how we always watch these fucking Blu-rays on a CRT.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: I know. Awesome. Like
1: <laughs> they still look awesome. But, like, with my hipster beard that got going on here and our love for physical media right there.
2: Well, it's also easy because right now it's a little cooler in my basement. We would have a fucking, in, like, the room where I normally watch my shit, we'd have an air conditioner fucking blowing. No, would we would have like, to turn that off and it would be, it would be yeah. a sweatbox box yeah, uh, I'm watching not doing it. That. No. This is the summertime we're doing this in.
1: In the summertime. Ba, 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 ba. I'm not going to sing Mungo Jerry. Please here. don't <laughs> sing. Just in general. <laughs> You sound like my family. Um, uh, no but- shit, Dick Tracy. <laughs> th-
2: this right here actually used to baffle me. I never, for some reason, I never put two and two together. that fucking Michael Myers broke them out.
1: Right. That all the other patients just meandering like, about.
2: Yeah. I thought that like her her whole, so they just let them wander around. I literally thought that that was just, okay, they let their patients wander around and rainstorm. It's
1: the 70s. They hate mental patients. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't think Nurse actually would be that evil to just let uh, all of our patients get pneumonia. Oh, yeah.
2: And this is the Hollywood Reservoir, I think. Right. Big no trespassing signs. Oh, there's Nick Castle. Nick oh,
1: Castle climbing onto the top of the station wagon.
2: He actually, fr- I think we freeze-framed it just right. He has, like, this weird smile on his face. Oh, yeah, like, he's
1: really happy to do this. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: <Yep. Arr! Rawr. laughs>
1: I love how Marion first was not going to drop her cigarette there. She was like, oh, no, I can't let I can't let my palm or go away.
2: Yeah, I also, even though we've got the audio really low mm-hmm. right now for obvious reasons and the subtitles on and shit, I put the original mono track on. I like listening to that. Like, this scene is probably where it stands out the most when you can tell whether it's in mono or the latest surround sounds because they redid the thunderstorm sound effects. They're, like, bigger and more clearer. But I also like the way a lot of the music mix comes through in the mono track, some... Some some instrument tracks stand out better than others,
1: right? Because the original master was a mono.
2: Yeah, like I, I what was it when I first got my PSVR headset? One of the movies I watched was this, nice. in like the, the cinema mode
1: mm-hmm.
2: with with the same headphones I have on now, and my entire head hurting from having all this equipment strapped to it. But I listened to it in mono, and I'm like, holy shit, this is cool.
1: And so we cut to the following day of Haddonfield, Haddonfield. and Halloween. <laughs> And the like, the only few bags of leaves that they keep it going. Fake collect, leaves, yeah. Fake leaves that to go collect after each take. Yep, they rake up and collect. <laughs> Imagine being a PA on that uh, on that just job. Like that's all you had to do is just go pick up leaves. Everybody had to do it. Yeah. I
2: don't think they had budgeted for a PA. Literally everybody, like even J.B. Lee Curtis and fucking John Carpenter, were raking leaves. <laughs> That's how, that's how shoestring this was,
1: right? Because it was like the final budget was three hundred twenty-five thousand. It was originally at three hundred, but the twenty-five thousand extra was for Donald, Donald Pleasance. Pleasance. God, now imagine
2: in Halloween twenty eighteen, the fucking scene when she goes and sees her granddaughter at school. You know, mimicking the Michael Myers one. If that movie were shot in South Pass, imagine this whole that whole scene taking place on Laurie's whole walk. To and from school. Like, say they pass by her house here... With, you know, her and the granddaughter, and now there's, like, new tenants inside that are just fucking
1: after you suggested- looking,
2: at, looking out the window, just arguing with each other because this crazy bitch is passing by again.
1: A- after you suggested, I did storyboard – like, I didn't storyboard. I shot listed what I would have had, like, what I saw in my mind's eye because it like, would have been pretty cool, but I understand. It would have been
2: this. It would have been the same
1: shots perspectives, just the two of them walking
2: together, having the same conversation. You don't need to fuck with the dialogue. It's just more would have been added to it. Like, they would have been walking side by side. And, grandmother, why are we walking – this way, there's something I want to show you.
1: Like, okay, what if they threw up like a facade
2: of that house in? Well, they're going to do it in Halloween Kills, apparently. Well, yeah, but we've heard that's good. But I, there's also going to be flashbacks too, from, right? Because from they Halloween '78, sh-
1: because they shot stuff from Halloween seventy like from Halloween '2018, taking place later no, 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 on in the evening. I mean,
2: Halloween this movie in Halloween Kills. Oh. One of the the child actors is going to be a young Lonnie Elam. You could tell he's wearing the same clothes in in the the. The, uh, what was it? The little behind the scenes teaser that was released this past Halloween. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, this right here. Like, if you look at the, the back of the house, you can see the the add on. Mm-hmm. But imagine here, as Lori's passing by in Halloween 2018, looking up, you cut to this shot, cut back to, like, her first person perspective, you know, right in front, well, cut back to her perspective right in front of her face. And then, uh, Allison is like, Grandmother, grandmother, she has to, like, snap her out of it. And then when you, and then, when Lori looks back at the house, it's the new house that's currently there in yeah. South Pass,
0: because hey. she's so
2: messed up by it. And then you have a whole conversation like, "This was his house, you know? Mm-hmm. They tore it down, and now they—everyone they, they, in the block moved. Nobody wanted to be around this. Like, you could use the actual, the actual changes in the city of South Pasadena as part of your fucking plot."
1: Right. Like the, like the gentrification of the neighborhood. Like if
2: you look at any location towards there's not a fucking empty empty spot to park your car in any of these curbs. I right. could say that like you know, the hardware store is now a cafe, like hadn't feel gentrified mm-hmm. to explain why South Pasadena looks so different and why the every because, yeah, every house on this block was demolished.
1: And this is like one of the most unsettling shots in the movie for me is just when Lori's walking away from us. Toward, like down the block, and then the shape comes into the right side of the frame. Was looking over his shoulder.
2: Well, right to the left of that railroad sign is where the Myers house now sits.
1: Right, and and just to think of it, like back in 1978, like you just dropped off a key to a house, and that's it. That's all the trigger that this gentleman needed in order to target you for his reign of terror.
2: And we could tell that that's not Smiths Grove because if you looked at the doormat, they just walked past and said Lavinia. <laughs> Oh, and there's the leader of the thorn cult himself, yes, Dr. Wynn. Dr. Wynn
1: himself. Like, okay, with- He thinks it's all bullshit. With which Loomis is chewing out Dr. Wynn here, like, here. no wonder nobody took him seriously, because they probably all thought he was just as much of a maniac as Myers was.
2: Well, at least this Loomis didn't call him a shirt-tucker. No. Or these people aren't. Why is he parked in handicap? Loomis isn't handicap.
1: No, it's kind of a dick move to do that. Maybe
2: that's why they don't believe him, because he's just rude. He's just an asshole. He parks in the handicap spaces.
1: Well, he's like that. The lyrics to Dennis Leary asshole song. Mm-hmm.
2: No wonder they want to escape. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man! And, uh,
2: <sighs> and yeah, they could have used this classroom right here in Halloween twenty eighteen. They did make it look authentic. Yes, I don't know if it was meant to be well, the exact same I- one because many. I, I work. Someone who works in a school, many classrooms look alike. Right. But yeah, they could have used this exact spot where Michael Myers is standing right there. Mm-hmm. Laurie could have been standing. When I first saw this, I didn't know that that was a mask. I'm like, what
1: the... F- is he-? No, because you, you got to imagine. Like, you're watching on VHS. I uh, watched it
2: on a 4x3 VHS, just, like, screwed in with the coaxial cable. And now we're watching it on, like, you know, Blu-ray. Even on a CRT, you could still make out the facial features mm-hmm.
1: better. And so, like, they're talking about fate versus, death, like, fate um, versus, like, free will here. So... I guess, like, to put on, like, my film student uh, had right here. I guess she was always destined to run into the personification of evil one way or the other.
2: Here's an idea. Just say you're sick that day. I can't go to school, Dad. Yeah. He'd have found someone. Oh, no, it was his sister. I'm sorry.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I know. It sounds like we're being really snarky and taking shit on the series. (sighs) It's just,
2: like, the fact that we're now, like, the whole concept started by Halloween 1. About, you know, just this random killer. The fact that it's now finally, like, for all intents and purposes, resurrected. I don't want to ever reference Halloween Resurrection. Pretty much. But the fact that, like, yeah, see uh, Lonnie in the middle right there? If you look at that behind-the-scenes featurette, like that, like, 30 seconds behind-the-scenes featurette that Jamie Lee Curtis posted last Halloween, there's a, a child actor walking through the streets dressed exactly like that. That's cool. So they're flat, you know, trick-or-treating at night. So they're going to do, like, a fucking 1978 flashback.
1: That's nice. Um... And so, like but yeah,
2: uh, well, well, what I was saying was, um, the whole thing. It's like now that we've gotten, now that John Carpenter's true original concept is, you know, being like brought back, you know, it, it is hard for people. It's like fucking, it, it, it's like, a, it's like extracting, it's like trying to teach something that you've been raised on out of you, you know?
0: Right.
1: And remember, it's so funny, like when we shot the little promo video for the series, and you found in your pocket. Uh the ticket, the ticket. Th- this when we saw this on the big screen in twenty sixteen.
2: Not this. Uh it was uh Halloween two. Oh
1: Halloween two, excuse me.
2: We saw we saw four movies on Halloween. What was it? Was it on Halloween or was it the day before? It was
1: the day before. Yeah.
2: So I went in my Michael Myers costume and in my pocket I still had the ticket. It was. it was, what was it? it? Was Friday the thirteenth, part four? Four. Halloween two, Nightmare Three, Texas Chainsaw Two. Yeah. That was a good night. Mm-hmm. You didn't stay for all the movies?
1: No, I didn't stay for, for Texas 2. Ch- have. So we've since seen Texas 2 on the big screen together, though, right? No, we were supposed to again, but it, oh, got, pandemic. it got postponed indefinitely because of fucking coronavirus. Right.
2: But we did see, Three this,
1: times. On, we did see this on the big screen, though.
2: The, well, we saw current releases of it, not uh, original film print. I did no. because I stayed for the whole night
1: Oh no, like I couldn't stay for that one. You, couldn't like, sa-
2: you didn't want to see what the mystery movie was.
1: I it's not like I didn't want to. It's Dude, just like is the guy next to me I, I was ready to murder. That guy he left like part of the way through Halloween. I know. And that's what that was the icing on the cake here. So uh, so that that was so cool When 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 hold on Loomis is now in the phone booth trying to warn the the town of Hanfield that Myers is coming. What were you saying? When the uh, what was it? When we got to the mystery movie, a big like
2: Kodak promo saying "Thank you for watching our movie" came up. Like it was just more to tease. I'm of thinking it's not gonna be Halloween. It's not. Gonna be- I hope it's Halloween. So it's not gonna be-. As soon as the Compass International logo came up and the
1: thing started playing, I let out a loud audible "Holy shit!" in the theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was one of the most uncomfortable uh, theater-going experiences I've ever had because of
2: that fucking bunghole who got yelled at by the fucking theater staff.
1: Yeah, because he. Like, they specifically mentioned rules not to do during the screening, and he broke all of them within 10 mm-hmm. minutes of the first movie. Yeah. And that was awesome to see killer clowns in Outer Space on the big screen. Yeah.
2: It was. I I will say, man, the, the print that they had didn't hold up. It was pinker than pussy lips, man. Oh! Not a criticism, Retro Picture Show. I do love you, but I don't know, man. If, if, if you're going to charge people to see a movie, it should at least have all its colors there.
1: Well, I think they can they could justify it cuz it was a mystery film so you didn't know you were getting yeah. that. The Alien But you
2: also stayed there all night. <laughs> I know the
1: Alien print was a little rough. Yeah. The only section that that worked was when Dallas was in the air ducts.
2: Yeah, some reels were better than others. <laughs> now, I know uh this whole area the of, uh, of um South Pass High School has been completely remodeled. I think there's a gate there now.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I love watching uh, location tours of it. I, I love the Horrors Hollowed Grounds of Halloween. Right. Check out Adam the Woo on YouTube, his location tour. He's got like a half-hour location tour. Nice. I love all his location tours and shit. He goes and visits some awesome places. So, but, so Definitely subscribe to Adam the Woo. Give that guy some love. He's just a cool person.
1: But I love the sim- the simplicity and the elegance like so much of Carpenter's work of this, the framing and just like, hey, we're just going to do a walk and talk right here. We're just well, going to use the panic glide here.
2: Seconds ago, that stone wall that they came right around the corner from into frame just a little while ago, uh-huh. that was where um, the girls all separated in the Halloween remake. It was shot across the street and Laurie would continue and we get an over her shoulder down the, that same, road, the same block yeah. down, down that sidewalk that the girls just crossed over gotcha. in this movie. See, it's like, Rob, they gave Rob Zombie the extra money to go to Pasadena. Yeah, but that was also- I just wish Jason Blum would have just said, you know what? This is the He admitted, this is the biggest thing I'm ever doing. Here's a couple extra million. But, but it wasn't the biggest thing they ever did. Jason Blum says it's the most anticipated project. Well, that's well, what well, I mean. Not the biggest budget.
1: Because well, the big, biggest budget of the thing was us. Jordan Peele's us. But I think you, no, I
2: mean like biggest as in like most anticipated. Right. Now I'm using different- in, pop, in popularity. Yes. Is that Devon Graham? I don't think so. I think he's cute. That's a station wagon like my grandmother used to have. (laughs) Speed kills.
1: Okay. Could you release a slasher like this today, or do you think people would be expecting much more gore?
2: Oh, they'd definitely be expecting much more gore, but I I think you could release it, and it would just release as every independent film does, you know? It'll have its... It'll have its, you know, small theatrical run in places like Cinema Art Center. But it'll, its life will be on VOD. Its life will be on VOD. It'll,
0: I'm it, just saying, get-
1: like, well, like, the audiences today, could they – deal with, A, the pacing of this movie, because this, this pacing is a little bit slower compared to more modern-day movies, and B, the, I guess, being more tamed than current-day slashers or the slashers that came in the wake of this movie. I think
2: if you explained to the people how much this was made for, then, the, yeah, they'd understand.
1: No, I'm talking about a movie like this, like something in the style I th- of. That's
2: what I'm saying. I'm thinking you would have to explain that the budget was so oh, okay. low for them to, for them to care. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I feel like if I feel like once, you, if as long as you hook them with the suspense, they'll lose themselves in it, regardless of how much gore there is. The
1: reason why I asked that is because my this, my plan this year was to make my future film debut, and it would be a slasher. It'd be kind of similar to this, uh, the burr of the Crystal Plumage. Like that was the idea I was taking from. It. Like, yeah, there would be gore and there would be some blood, but it would be rather um more specific of when we would use it, rather than just gallons and gallons of it. Because. In
2: most of the the gore movies you watch, it, it, most of the gore movies you watch, when I really think of like horror movie gore, I almost think of like when I was a kid and a Mortal Kombat game would come out, and you'd be like, "Oh man, what are the fatalities like?" Yeah, It's like you're looking for those over the top kills, like the fucking fatalities in Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. But with this, it's more the suspense is like the fatalities. It's the long drawn out thing, and the like kill this the, moment right here with like Michael that. behind yeah. the hedge, the, he- the famous hedge, and. The kills are just there to put an exclamation point. Like, they're there to show you that the suspense is actually worth something, that there's real danger to, behind the suspense. Mm-hmm. The suspense is basically like the kills. You know, it's in in gory slasher movies where they're long and drawn out, mm-hmm. over the top crazy. You get those suspenseful moments where, like, there's a, you see a door back there with a little light creaking through and you're like, oh, fuck, what could be back there? Right. Or if someone walks into the frame and there's a little extra room on one side, the left or the right, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, God.
1: You know something's coming.
2: You're expecting it, but then it, you know, like like you weren't expecting the cigarette smoke to fly in the frame it as, it, the as frame it did right just there. a few seconds ago. I
1: guess he didn't notice it when they were cutting in on a movieola. Eh,
2: he didn't notice the palm trees in the beginning either.
1: That's even
2: even John Carpenter was like, yeah, whatever. So yeah. What. I didn't I didn't notice him until someone pointed him out to me.
1: No, no, it, was, it wasn't for years. That's the strength of the movie. It draws yeah. you in. The same thing with Star Wars. Like I never noticed the Stormtrooper bopping his head on the door when, until years and years mm-hmm. later. And now you're seeing uh, men behind bushes. In the
2: eighties, you'll be seeing men without hats.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> did uh, they do the
2: safety dance, or was that someone else?
1: Um, I can't. I don't know.
2: I don't know. I forget who did who did <laughs> who did the safety dance. Email us at. You, you're
1: probably right I mean um I actually saw a, oh, a sheriff bracket I saw a meme of somebody like uh two like cooks fighting each other and one's trying to like drown the other one in a sink and he's, it says uh, m- uh men from down under versus uh, t- uh toto by Africa he's got this like medley, hairy town.
2: chest like cu- like trying to escape out the collar of his shirt
1: these was seventies. days a lot of burlier men was more common mm-hmm and suddenly it just rain. sweat. wet. Ah, the run in the sprinklers. Uh yeah, exactly. Can't do any In the words of Ed Wood, nobody will understand. They'll no, see it. They'll just pay attention to the big details. It's just watching this and the lens that I le- I rented for the video that we just did. Like, I need a steady cam. Or I need like a glide cam.
2: weren't you showing me something a couple of years ago? It was like this weird, like. Apparatus, like this big, like, grip that you hold on that goes all around and it has, like, little, like, Strings that you – like wires that you almost suspend the camera in?
1: There is a – it's like a backpack with like a pole over the user that has a tension cable that comes down. Like it's meant for handheld rigs oh. and everything.
2: You were showing me something a little simpler.
1: They, like there's a myriad of different kind of gimbals and rigs. You can have that for cameras out there these days. But like a glide cam, like you balance it. You don't have to worry about batteries or anything like that. All right. Pants shitting and now. <laughs> yeah, with Myers behind the oh – God. And I, I swear to God,
2: every time I watch this scene, and then they cut back to him disappeared. I look for him walking away somewhere in the scene. My eyes are just drawn to everywhere like, like, look, else. Where did he go? You wonder. Like, where the fuck he, did he go?
1: Exactly. Is, is
2: that tree branch is rustling. Is it because he walked past it? You know the the way the fucking sun just went over that. Oh my God, is that his shadow or is that the tree?
1: Oh, and, and of course, like. Carpenter came from the school. Like his favorite filmmaker was Howard Hawks, and Howard Hawks covered his scenes very plainly. I wouldn't say plainly, but very efficiently. Like Howard Hawks's entire approach to filmmaking is like a movie has three good scenes and no bad ones, and just presented, like without any kind of pro- fuss or pretension. And same thing with Carpenter as a filmmaker himself. Like he doesn't, he doesn't add any pretense to any of the stuff. He's not a pretentious filmmaker. There's a great video essay about John Carpenter called uh, Elegance and Simplicity, which I highly recommend. It shows an interview between him and uh, David Cronenberg and Cronenberg's um, talking about the themes and the philosophy behind his his movies and Carpenter's is like, yeah, no, it's about an alien that takes over your body and replicates you. I'm looking at her hat hanging on the wall that came back in the
2: 2018 movie. Yep, well I love those little details like that. And I was looking at her raggedy and all that was just in frame and how it almost came back in Halloween Resurrection, where she spit all her pills into.
1: It did come back in Halloween Resurrection. It, it, it was a knockoff Raggedy Ann. Oh, boy. It,
2: it, it, it was, it was uh, uh, Haggerty ha- Agnes. <laughs> it was the dollar store Raggedy Ann.
1: It's kind of like when the Conjuring series started. Uh, they didn't use the actual Raggedy Ann Annabelle because they would have gotten sued for it. So they created their own version of Annabelle, even though the Raggedy Ann Annabelle is far creepier. You never notice the graffiti on the yeah. uh, stone walkway here as, in,
2: as Lori waits for Annie to pick her up. In the Adam Wolf fucking location tour, apparently the owners of the house will leave a fucking pumpkin on their porch year-round if you want to take pictures on that step. That's cool. Where she sits. Now, that actual shot, I think... No, not that one. That was... That's legit. I think this next shot was shot... That one was shot completely somewhere else.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the beauty like of a B shot right there. <laughs>
2: Well, the pavement at least dried.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, it was probably at least an hour has gone by since... Uh, it's
2: supposed to be the fall, man. It's cool. It's not mm-hmm. going to dry
1: that fast. Mm-hmm. And so we have the Coupe de Ville's playing on the radio in a moment as Laurie gets in, the <laughs> group that uh, John Carpenter, Tommy Lee Wallace, and Nick Castle are part of, which famously uh, do the song uh, Big Trouble, Little China of the movie the same name. Uh, <laughs> Be trouble. Uh-oh. Smoking a Joanna. marijuana.
2: All right. Now, everything's wrong with this scene. Why is that not Sig- Sid Haig? How come when he notices the uh, grave, he doesn't start dropping F-bombs everywhere? It's just everything's wrong with this. Why isn't it Loomis not playing with his cell phone and calling it a row of Christmas pudding? Or as useful as a rose?
1: of God damn. <laughs> We're not even talking about that movie. like, you, fucking like, brain. Why, why, you did that to yourself, bringing that up I there. <laughs> like, 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 I thought I was one who's uh, glutton from punishment, but you're the one just mentally torturing yourself constantly. I love in the Halloween
2: comics how a lot of the comics actually expand on the Russellville story here. Like, right. Uh, uh, first death of Lori Strode, when she when she reads um, Judith's diary, uh, her and her boyfriend in, like, the weeks before Halloween, you know, went out to Russellville, the parents made made her take Michael with them, and they fucked out there, and he killed Kill a, a rabbit. He killed a
0: wabbit. <laughs> Kill the wabbit. I will say, in,
2: in the Halloween 2018 graveyard, they made a great effort to recreate this one. Like Even the Sinclair tombstone
0: mm-hmm.
2: placement might have been off, but maybe, I don't know, maybe they moved, the. I don't know, why would they move the plot? I don't know. The actual eh. gravestone plot.
1: Eh. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. It's uh, 18, 19.
2: And Halloween night dance, I think, takes place in the old Bull's house. I think that's where Michael was hiding out. That makes sense. Those also, those were good. Com- I gotta find actual hard issues of those. I would go to Collectors Kingdom, but it fucking burned to the ground two years ago. A few ago. years ago, the local tragically com- local comic store by me that I've been going to since I was a child fucking burned down. It was like you could you- not move in that place. It was, it was, it was kindling, waiting for it happen. It was waiting to fucking happen. I remember wanting to look for for an issue, but the guy had like all his like like business paperwork and clipboards all over that section of the comics. I didn't want to ask to move them. And then the guy fucking died of a heart attack like a year after that.
1: Yeah, sadly. Yeah. Um, well,
0: now there's
2: a deli in its place, so maybe I'll get a maybe I'll get a sandwich and uh, I'll just take my coffee and just pour a little out <laughs> one for my homie.
1: <laughs> and so Annie and. Um Laurie talking about like, the plans they're going to they're do tonight, unaware of the fact that Michael's following them behind... Unaware
2: in, the entire drive that there's the same station wagon they saw earlier following
1: them. It must be fucking high. I was going to say, if a car is behind me for more than half a mile, I become s- suspicious of it. It's because of movies like this and Duel well, that I, I become keenly aware of cars behind me
2: now in the sense and how did he know that they're going to pull over and stop well now in the censored tv cut that whole my dad was cut out now it's it would be Andy going look Uh, there's my dad
1: yeah love the line reading there
2: i know in the the opening the eye holes of the mask were thinner so you couldn't see boobs
1: that's probably easy mat job to do
2: you also can't see any. First off, you're taking a 235 image and cropping it to 4x3. Now you're making the only visible uh, space the on the screen thinner. <laughs> why, don't ju- why don't you just
1: fucking it, turn my TV off for me? Why don't you? It, it's a surprise that Michael was able to go up and down the stairs without tripping over his feet in that clown costume. Oh,
2: shit. I'd have been walking into walls. I'd have given my position away left and right. As soon as I hit my nose, motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, and holding the knife, I probably would accidentally
1: stab, stab myself.
0: Yourself? <laughs> uh,
1: your nose would be red for real. Mm. And so Loomis comes up to talk to Lee Bracken. This is another part of like what Carpenter wanted to do, like very much like Touch of Evil, being keenly aware of foreground and background. As they're discussing what needs to be done, Michael's in the background just trying to negotiate a turn.
2: Now imagine if he couldn't make the fucking left right here, uh, dude. Just looking at like how wide this road is, you could. There's no amount of money you could fucking pay for me to make the left. Oh, and we forgot to point out the fucking uh Myers house where it is now. Right when they pulled up, as they were pulling up, you know, after the look, there's my dad. Get rid of this, you know, and Lori's coughing. To the right of where she makes the turn is where the Myers house now stands.
1: Nice. And so this is – I love the, this little moment here between Annie and Laurie where Laurie is able to feel comfortable to talk about her – Boys. Her boy Talk about boys. Because obviously she's a little more – I guess a little more sheltered in expressing that compared to uh, uh, Linda and Annie.
2: She's just waiting to go hog wild on someone. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. See, that's why like when, when- – that's why I do love the Rob Zombie update of Lori, the Scout Teller Compton's Lori. Because mm-hmm. that Lori, I would have dated if she were real.
1: Yes. I'd have been
2: trying to date her in high school if right. she were real. Because she was like, right, a lot like me, like had this, you know, edge Quirky to her, but was still kind of like, what? Quirky sensibility. Yeah. Had this like edge to her that she kind of keeps hidden because she's a little on the timid side.
1: Uh Ben Tramer.
2: Ben Tramer. Resurrected at last, it only took forty years. <laughs> uh, uh, once again I, I, alive. I, I
1: I would like to think it was it was people like Doctor Whofula and um, Cinema Snob. Cinema Snob, Chaos I, Magic, bringing Ben Trimmer back to life.
2: I fucking love the Cinema Snob's promo he did for for an appearance he was going to make, where he put on the Ben Trimmer mask. He's like, hey, folks. Ben Trimmer here. I survived the current Halloween timeline to tell you that the Cinema Snob will be at so and so convention." And like, I've been wearing it for forty years. I can't breathe on this thing. <laughs> and she drops her off, and that was the longest trip through a small town ever because it went from bright and sunny to nighttime.
1: I mean, it is kind of the same thing in Assaults on Precinct Thirteen. Like the car chase goes from day to night. Like how how far were they tearing ass around Los Angeles to get his revenge? Like
2: I do understand in the fall the sun sets pretty quick, but that was like holy. That was like literally. Literally, someone set the sun, like, pulling up on your freaking uh, shade.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're knitting picks. Don't worry, people. We're not shitting on the movie.
2: And now Michael Myers gets out. This is not the most
1: clear shot we had of him, even if it is from the back. Yeah.
2: And now uh, that house, the... uh,
1: Doyle residence? No, That's the the Wallace
2: house. That has a big garage on the left right now, so... Mm where Michael Myers made his uh, pursuit later in the movie, he'd have to walk even further around the house. Um, It's been completely redone.
1: And I know a a lot of people have written about saying, like, oh, this is, like, Halloween and this, and, like, uh, movies like Friday the 13th, like, they're very puritanical, like, oh, have sex and die kind of story. Like, that's where the conceit came from. And all about Carpenter's defense was, like, no, they were just not paying attention.
2: Yeah, his was just more smarter and down-to-earth version of that. It's like... I, I do feel it's there to an extent. It's just much smarter. It's like these people are just all they care about is screwing around and partying, and the girl who's repressed, you know, who has this fucking, I guess, streak inside her or whatever that mm. that comes out like, which is why I'd say she'd probably be a firecracker in the bedroom. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm going to get in trouble for this. No.
0: Uh, a little
1: bit. But, like, <laughs> 10 it, years'
2: time. But no, like, she's the one that is able to fucking bring out, like, that angry side and fucking defeat him. You know, she brings out her killer instinct. Well, I
1: know. But that. that's why I think Jason was the perfect killer for Reagan's 80s for, in terms of excess. And, yeah, and, like, true. I guess a more conservative, like, lifestyle. But really, like, messed up part here as Bracken and Loomis investigate the Myers house. They look like it seems like a dog's been killed in the Myers residence. And Brackett's not, um... He thinks
2: it's a dog. They even say it could have been a skunk, but I'm not sure. It's still an animal. He got hungry.
1: I thought it could have been a skunk that killed it.
2: No, uh, that always could have been a skunk. Mm. This isn't a man.
1: <laughs> now imagine, Brackett, like, you're you're the sheriff of a small town, and this uh, doctor comes in and sp- spouting, um... uh an evil doer has to come to your town, like wh- like, how much convincing would it take for you to be going along with this uh, charade? Well, judging by
2: the history that Michael Myers has, that he spent 15 years in a fucking mental institution and he killed his sister when he was six, I'd say there's some credibility to this. Mm-hmm. I'd say there's a decent amount of credibility. God, I want to go there. Mm-hmm. It happened it, here. It's a chiropractor's office now. Like I wanted, You have a bad back anyway. I have a bad neck right now. Like I've been having a lot of neck problems lately. Like So if we went on vacation, I would just say, like, excuse me, I'm on vacation. I've been having neck problems for weeks. I didn't want to postpone this vacation. Could you please look at me?
1: I mean, theoretically, uh, you could go to California. You just have to be quarantined when you get back for two weeks. I, yeah, not happening. Sorry.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't have that much vacation time. No. When this all ends, if it all ends... Or if the world ends, oh, fuck it. If the world ends, I'll just haul ass on the road like Mad Max. Anyway, I probably wouldn't make it. Right. I probably wouldn't make it past my block.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you driving down the juice, the precious juice, We're hidden in the vehicles. As so we have the famous speech now with Luma's, like I met him 15 years ago. I told there was nothing left. I don't know why I'm making that weird accent.
2: Because he's British.
1: No, but like even my accent, I was not doing a British. I was doing just some kind of weird lilt to my <laughs> voice there. I just love how this is done in like one shot, one take, you know. Like I wonder if there was coverage of this and they just like decided like, no, let's because the master is just like the steady cam shot from the coming from downstairs and into the room and like the first like real cutaway is just his close up here. And since he's shorter than that, it's a little lower and it's kind of it's looking up at him.
2: There was an awesome as I see this scene cuz I realized what I was looking behind that boy is purely and simply evil. There was an awesome fucking uh, Bumper right before Halloween played on uh, New York's TV 55 back in, like, 1997, one year. hmm I was taping WWF Shotgun Saturday Night, which aired on that. It was, like, 11 o'clock to midnight. And Halloween was coming on next. And usually, because of Monday Night Raw had the overrun to compete with Nitro, right? I'd always let it, like, you know, go for, like, another five minutes. And I I got the uh, bumper of this, like, the TV bumper in- introing this. Mm-hmm. And it was just so cool. I wish I still had it. I was going to say, do you still have that taped? tape? No. Ah. I think I told you a couple weeks ago, I was watching through all my old VHSs of shit I've taped over, over, you know, the years, like, just videotapes I have. Most of my <laughs> shit that I have left, I taped fucking bad mid-2000s wrestling over. Like tisk, tisk. Shit I could just watch on WWE Network now. I think there's maybe, like, three tapes I'd keep. Mm-hmm. And Tommy pulls out his devilish comic books because comic books are evil.
1: But I love that there is a Spalding uh, baseball uh, yeah. advertisement in the back of it. On the
2: back of all of them. So I think, oh, no, maybe not that one.
1: But Howard the Duck is amongst the comics yes. here, which I find really
2: funny. So I wonder if John Carpenter just like sent Tommy Lee Wallace out. Just go to the local newsstand and buy every comic he got. We need a stack of comics. They just bought every like Howard the Duck issue.
1: <laughs> and George Lucas is like, mm, I wish I could grab those. Oh.
2: <laughs> We're up in sales for
1: Howard the Duck. Let's make a movie about it in a couple of years. <gasps>
2: Imagine if Halloween got the Howard the Duck movie started.
1: Uh, it would be a demerit against this movie. It's uh, <laughs> a, a small one, but a demerit. And...
2: Of- <laughs> well, then to say that's a demerit would just say it's a demerit that every shitty 80s slasher was influenced by this.
1: Yeah, but a slash slasher movie, like, it could have some kind of entertainment value. I don't know what the entertainment value is in How the Duck. I'm sorry, How Easy, the Duck you pants. have to be high as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, there's the story of... uh Graham Morrison when he was doing uh, Chaos Magic and really high saw like an oh, an opening in his mind and he saw these weird scorpions coming towards him and he's like oh no I gotta get out of this room and he decides to sit down and watch TV and Howard the Duck hope is on as the end when the monsters are coming out of the uh, the end of the plane he's like Jesus they can't they won't leave me alone <laughs> Chaos Magic do not mess with it people it's not it is not a cool thing even though I am currently reading a book on it.
2: Oh, Tommy's going to go look out the window now. Mm-hmm. And his, <laughs> what, what is he supposed to be? Spaceman?
1: That's some kind of last shot. Or astral. or he's um not Doc Savage. Oh, uh, it's Deborah Hill is Michael Myers. Yep. Flash Gordon? No. No, you'd have, to have the red shirt on.
2: Uh, Will Robinson?
1: <laughs> Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. The boogeyman's outside. What if it was the boogie woogie man outside? has gone. Jimmy <laughs> Vine just like clapping on the porch. All right, baby. I'm going to kill these kids. Lori, <laughs> tell like Tommy, Tommy, lock the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: no, it's that guy again. <laughs> and here's the part where, thanks to the magic of Blu ray, we could see uh, Nancy Loomis throw butter on herself. Yes. Oh,
0: like, right like, there. <laughs> uh,
1: not not a great convincing job of no. stirring the uh, oil there. Or uh, uh, oh,
2: <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Ew! I can see every fucking vertebrae in her back. Do not body shame her, there, sir. I'm sorry. Just like as Michaels is ogling right she, there, she looks unhealthy. I'm
1: sorry. I love how Michael's coordination is like a man with wearing a mask. Like, oh, shit. Yep. Uh-oh. <laughs> Knock over pot a open. pot of plant. I don't know. I hear something go bang in like my house. I go look at what the hell it is.
2: Well, I guess she figured just one of the pots. I, I mean, clearly she could see the pots hanging up out there because he <laughs> stepped out of frame. Yeah. So she, I guess she figured that uh, just one of the pots fell down.
1: Yeah. I'm getting on my nerves again.
2: And I like the picture of the uh, dog trainer. There's the the behind-the-scenes picture of the dog trainer and the dog. Mm -hmm. Like uh, here, where the dog is. Mm -hmm. The the dog trainer is actually holding the dog under his armpits. The dog's got his paws up on his shoulders. He's not wearing the mask, obviously, just to cover all of the dogs.
0: Slowly Mm -hmm.
2: slinks down.
1: And Actually, an RKO radio picture starts, and it's the thing from another world. I just got this on. uh, Out of
2: nowhere, Lindsay Wallace is RKO'd. (laughs)
1: Myers. <laughs> uh, I mean, Lindsay almost did take a, a beating from a former wrestler played Michael Myers at one point. So do you know what? It, it wouldn't be that far from the truth of uh, Lindsay Wallace getting RKO'd.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Watching the movie. Watching <laughs> the, <laughs> the movie. <laughs> Watching the, we watched the thing from another world. Once I think once. Yep, because when we did the Thing podcast. Yes. Because we wanted to compare the two. Mm-hmm. First time I had ever seen that one.
1: Yeah, I really enjoy it. It is a uh, fantastic movie, and it's a one of the perfect personifications of 50 sci-fi.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like after, Because I got that and like three other movies from Warner Archive. It was like four for $44 uh, deal from Warner Archive. I got the email for it. And I'm like, all right, now I have to participate.
2: I just downloaded it on BitTorrent when we watched it.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I try and support the...
2: Um... Well, I fucking... Was there a place open at the moment that uh, where we could buy a fucking DVD of it for you a You had the access to the internet. Okay, but we were going to fucking record, so... <laughs> what if it doesn't arrive in time? You could have you found a
1: streaming somewhere.
2: Yeah, but I'm not paying extra for it. Fucking Prime Video has, like, all that shit. I don't even think I had Prime Video at that time. Oh, okay. I think all I had was Netflix at that time, and I don't believe it
1: was on there. Gotcha. And so now Andy's going out to wash her clothes in the separate uh, washroom outside the house. I remember, I think my my mom told me about, like, when she was a kid, like, they had a separate washing room. They should have an outhouse, too. <gasps>
2: We'll close that door
1: <laughs> whenever I hear outhouse I just think of that speech that Tommy Lee Jones gives in the fugitive <gasps> spooky oh god that's freaky it's still awesome oh you want to laugh at something spooky I was editing the, the uh, video promo for this series and the audio near the end when we're playing I'm playing the audio from the original Halloween like it did make me jump at one point and I was like, "Oh Jesus!" Like this, this music and audio still makes me jump to this day. Somehow Annie does. <clears throat> to be fair, I've locked my I've locked my keys in the car several times. And everything, yeah, and, like, and I've had to drive
2: you back to your house to get them.
1: Yeah, so I can't really be too mean to uh, Annie about this because I've done very stupid things when it comes to locks. It's like
2: a bad luck slapstick almost. And she does get stuck in the window. So. Oh,
1: it, it, like it, it is pretty funny that way. Uh, that devil of the... T- uh. That's so creepy with God. with Annie in the foreground and Michael in the background. He's tilting his head.
2: Oh, God, tilting my head hurts my fucking neck. <laughs> Sleeping on it incorrectly? I don't know. I don't remember Clorox 2? Mm-hmm. The sequel? The, sequ- the sequel's all right, but I prefer the original. <laughs> I guess most people think because I don't see Clorox 2 around anymore.
1: No, so, it's like New Coke. They, they've
2: retconned Clorox 2 out of uh, <laughs> continuity. It's not canon anymore. If Thanos Clorox snapped
1: two. the fingers, that's why we don't have Clorox 2 anymore.
2: Uh, Fucking Thanos at Disney <laughs> <laughs> fucking snapped his fingers, and now there's no more copies of Clorox 2 in existence. <laughs> do that with Halloween Resurrection, would you?
1: <laughs> uh, that's what David
2: Gordon Green did. Uh, that's what Rob Zombie did.
1: Oh, true. Annie Paul cole Now, if only the uh, distributor could fucking <laughs> do that. <laughs> now, imagine you're Lindsay at this point right here, just walking in to see your babysitter half naked, stuck in a window. Mm-hmm. You lock yourself in. I just reminded that, that... Pull my foot up. Your foot <laughs> is
2: stuck in the shelf. Come
1: on now. You can't get out of that. No. I, My giant feet, I've, I've gotten them stuck in stupid places too, so I, I can't knock her for that. My giant hobbit feet that I got.
2: There's a fridge in there too, I guess just in case you get hungry. <laughs> well, I can't say that. We had a separate fridge in this basement. Yeah. Right Actually, right next to where the TV was, I and mean, ah. that's where we kept, like, all our – I think there was a fucking – when we moved into this house, I think that there was, like, a fucking turkey in there from, like, 1988 because this house has been in my family for a long time.
1: Right. Like, you you only use that, like, that fridge if you're having a big party. Like, that's where all Not, these stuff. I think
2: just for, like, the big dinners, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, all that shit.
1: Right. And this is impeccable timing right here. So as oh, Annie gets on the phone this, and talking to Paul, which is voiced by John Carpenter. This
2: scene freaked me out more the second time I watched it. Because I was the second time I ever watched this movie it was with my stepbrother. Oh it was it was a Saturday night. It was on uh, playing on uh Encore late. I think no one was home. And he's gone. And we just watched it and so we were both like see like like we were fucking freaked out. The second time I watched this movie scared me more than the first. I think because I just retained more from it.
1: I think it's all what do you ever think about.
2: I just find it funny. All the I think I don't think I own a single four by three copy of this movie. Both of my VHS copies are widescreen, mm-hmm.
1: and I, I even th- pointed out yesterday when you put on the VHS copy of it. I thought it was Nickelodeon tape because it was orange.
2: Yeah. No, it was a special edition two tape release. Two tape? Two tape. Two tapes. What was the. Second one was special features. Oh! Halloween wow. Unmasked 2000. Gotcha. That one that came with the DVDs. I do have the special edition DVD with the TV cut with the scenes inserted, mm-hmm. and that comes with a 4x3 version. Nice. That's all I've got. The laser disc I have, I have Criterion's laser disc. Um, the TV scenes are on it, and those are the only thing that's in 4x3. The rest is in widescreen. I just love how that first scene transitions into the, uh, into the uh, extended scene, the TV right. scene.
1: And so Annie yeah. is bringing Lindsay across the street.
2: A big-ass bowl of popcorn.
1: And Michael... Michael lets out a loud fart. Very <laughs> <one of> those- <laughs> so It's so powerful, it, it brings him to his feet. And he's
2: breathing heavily after it. They could, must have fucked him up. <laughs> It like zippy fart, <laughs> the squeaky farts.
1: Huh. We're making a jack o' lantern. I want to watch TV. <laughs> I've had popcorn forever. I kind of earn Jonesy for some. Like even though I'm not a big popcorn fan, like it's, I only reserve that to for the movie theaters. Like and that's like one every three times I would go. But this year, obviously not. <laughs>
2: I never get popcorn. I'll get a large Diet Coke, and I'll have to piss right when the opening credits come. And I'll spend the well, don't drink it during the previews. close-pinning it. Well, I'm thirsty, and there's nothing to do while you're waiting. But
1: yeah, the 25 minutes it takes to get to the movie, as Laurie is trying to talk Annie out of talking about uh, telling Ben Tramer about her feelings.
2: And picking up Paul.
1: If you watch her, I'll consider talking to Ben Tramer in the morning. She better get some of Annie's pay for the night, too, by the way. <laughs>
2: I wonder if they did they get paid or they just do it on cred?
1: No, I mean no, because uh, Annie says to uh, Laurie, "So you probably have a small fortune from all the babysitting Uh, you do." True.
0: Yes.
2: (laughs) I remember um, the fucking. I want to use the R word, but the fucking dipshit at fucking Cinemasins calling this a continuity error right here.
1: Oh, what, the, the door's open Something. The door's
2: open. It's like, no, you fucking asshole. That was the point.
1: Yeah, he unlocked it on purpose. He, unlo- he unlocked it. And it took her a
2: second to notice when she got in. Oh, I, I fucking hate CinemaSins. Yeah. it's it. That's nitpicking. Yeah. That's just nitpicking and being an asshole for the sake of it.
1: <laughs> they even did a video years ago, like, CinemaSins about CinemaSins, and they point out all the mistakes they've done throughout the years. It's, and, like, at the end of it, it's like, we are not critics. We're assholes. I'm like, well, at least you fully acknowledge it. Cool. I'm still not going to watch you. No, there's a there's a great different show called Cinema Wins. They talk about the great things in movies, and that one's a far more positive. I just, everybody check that out.
2: It's not even about the positivity. I don't care if you're critical about it. We're fucking critical about it. But like, don't make it so douchey. Have a little fun with it. You know, make fun of yourself a little bit. Like mm. we make fun of ourselves. We make fun of each other. Right. Uh, See, so like that. <sighs> And even like the audience makes that mental connection, like, wait a minute, something's wrong, and the thing is all fucked up. And yep. I think even you could hear the breathing. <laughs> ah, ee. Ah, ee.
0: Ah. She sounds like
2: Blank Man when uh, when uh, Robin Robin Givens fucking kisses him.
1: I, I thought it was like Paul Rubin's getting killed in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like ooh
0: no. ah e.
1: It- it's Blank Man.
0: Eeh, eeh, eeh
1: horns are blaring.
2: Those old fucking 70s horns.
1: And then like... <sighs> and, one, quick and quick Quicken to the point. Yep. Oh, it just reminds me of an interview of Ed Kemper, the co-ed killer in um, Santa, Santa Cruz in late 1960s. He's talking about like, well, in movies and TVs, you stab them and they fall down. In real life, they stab them and they bleed, they leak for a while. And I was like, oh, God. It's such a... <laughs> This is the yeah, yeah,
2: instantaneous death from having your throat slit. No, it takes a little while to bleed out properly.
1: Yeah, and if you listen to audiobooks or boardless. audio tapes, you probably listen to Ed Campers' voice read you a book to you. As the as the kids watch Forbidden Planet
2: with a serious Leslie Nielsen in the lead role, the fucking flying saucer on a fishing string, on a fishing pole.
1: It, it, it was actually a groundbreaking movie when it comes to sound design and, and the lovely matte paintings in it. And Robbie the Robot's created in that movie.
2: Here's Tommy trying to be scary and just being annoying.
1: <laughs> Lindsay. <laughs> she was so enraptured by the movie, she didn't even know where the hell he went.
2: Where are you? And he's easily distracted. Uh-oh, Tommy's got ADD, you gotta get him on the meds.
1: Sound like my parents.
2: Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, was that, that expl- too real? That explains a lot.
1: I, well, I, I was on Ritalin for years. I had no personality and terrible appetite.
2: Now you're off the wall and you eat at Popeyes every week.
0: <laughs>
1: I didn't know I didn't know uh, Tommy was, uh, Tommy uh, was played by a chihuahua uh, uh, yeah. for, for a moment. Well, look at him, he looks like a little yippy dog. <laughs> Nobody, Nobody believes, believes me. me. Oh, we were off. Oh, for a few moments. <laughs> I believe <laughs> the person a- and you. And the incredulous look that she gives here, like, what the I fuck? can't win. I can't win. I'm having my tubes tied. <laughs> <laughs> I would. <laughs> uh, we know your feelings on children anyway. Yeah.
2: I love my friend's children, but other than that, no thank you. If they start, when they were, my best friend's son, when he was little, and he'd start to cry, I'd just
1: say, here you go, this belongs to you. <laughs> as Loomis is being a total with his waiting in the bushes oh, yeah. with his trench coat <laughs> and a gun. So I kind of wonder
2: if they're going to tie the Halloween Kills Lonnie flashback scene into this scene at all.
1: <sighs> Who would you want to play a young younger? Well, they already cast somebody. I don't as know.
2: Loomis? Oh, is Loomis? No, I don't. I'm talking using like this footage, mm. and then like he runs away and just says, "Forget this, guys! I'm going trick or treating." And yeah. there's Michael Myers staring at him because in that in that behind the scenes scene, Michael Myers is staring at him.
1: Gotcha. It would be cool to see James Jude Courtney in the uh, a not mangled uh, mask. In the, in the sp- <laughs> Kids playing pranks, trick or treating, parking, getting high. I
2: know in the in the TV cut, being sly, <laughs> cannot reference weed.
1: Smoke weed every day.
2: Hmm. I was gonna kill my sister, but
1: then I got high. But then I got high. But then I got high. Look at looking at this night inhumanly patient. I was
2: gonna stab her fought to death, but then I got high. You know, now I'm in him. the mental institution and I know why. Because <laughs> I got high.
0: Because I got high. high. Because, because I, I got high. Got high. <laughs> uh, more fancy. I'm going to stalk
2: <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis because I'm high.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Family's a chill. I'm going
2: to run from Donald Pleasance because I'm high. And if I get shot out the window,
0: I know why. Because <laughs> I got high. Because, because I got, high. High. because I got. High.
2: See, I have a problem with that. Him always lo- yelling at Loomis for letting him go. It's like, how it wasn't many, his fault. How many fucking times is he gonna tell you he wasn't let go? Look at some of the paper clippings from Halloween 2018 and Halloween H2O. He escaped.
1: Hmm. Escaped. Escapé. And it so- was front
2: page. It's no one seems to notice it here. <laughs> <laughs> it's as if it was added later.
1: And so we got the
2: boyfriend in the van. <laughs> Well, they're parked. Okay. I'm sure they totally weren't drinking at all de- while they were driving.
1: I mean, as long as they didn't have a title card that said trick or treat, they introduced them. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking
2: uh, young Jeffrey Epstein by him right there, uh, ripping Lindsay's clothes off uh, Bob. in his van. Good God. He leaves the door open. He just Clank, clank, st- clank, clank, <laughs> clank, as cans rattle out of the van. The subtitle on the screen <laughs> said cans rattle. He just leaves the door open.
1: And <laughs> This is silly. Totally silly.
2: Now let me open the door and go into a part of the house that doesn't exist. <laughs> you know, actually, um, for years, I didn't know where the real in- interiors were. Apparently, on the Adam the Woo. Uh, location tour the houses that they use for both interiors of Wallace and Doyle houses are only a few blocks down, a uh, few houses down from these we should watch that after this yeah it's good huh. it's only a couple of years old but it's one of the good ones i huh. still been wanting to so see so we're
1: totally in a stranger's house so let's make out spilled beer all over the floor yeah that
2: beer was kind of just open so it's probably all over the floor. hope to car.
1: god no the parents have not come home But something worse awaits them. Mm.
2: The guy was working on the boiler, mm-hmm. and now he's watching them, because that's what gets him off.
1: So what, do you, so what if he's a voyeur? Don't king shame him. Mm-hmm. He likes
2: to watch.
1: <laughs> he wants to pay, paint you like one of his French girls. Mm. <laughs> with, with blood! Your, with your own blood. Mm-hmm.
0: Nope, the
2: creepy van's in front of the house so Lori knows what's going on. Hey, everybody's when, having a good time when, tonight.
1: <laughs> when the van's are rocking, don't come a knockin'. <laughs> Let me watch the rest of the movie. Yeah, why not? And just as when she's about to have a moment of rest to herself by sitting down after a hard night's work.
2: Goddamn phone. Phone rings.
1: Ring. <laughs> Ugh! Like, ah, uh, yeah. Hate when that happened, especially because that ch- that couch looks like you just be enveloped by it. It looks yeah. like a very comfortable couch.
2: It was probably made of asbestos. <laughs> Everything was made of asbestos. asbestos. <laughs> the asbestos couch. You sink into it, and you're itchy. <laughs> and if Michael Myers don't get you, the asbestos will.
0: <laughs> oh, asbestos.
2: Like the one joke Patrice O'Neill made years ago. Who's the bestest? As the bestest, asbestos. N Z is gone for the night. So let's trash this fucking house. Let's call. Let's call fucking Dick Mc. Butch or whatever, <laughs> it turn- oh, and trip over the camera track because we're drunk.
1: <laughs> it, it, it turns into the house party from Uncle Buck,
0: where yeah, it's like, right?
2: literally wall-to-wall full of people. And Michael Myers is just like shaking his head like, I didn't expect this. <laughs> now what do I do? Maybe I should just get to the point and go across the street while everyone's distracted. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got to say, everything worked very well to his plan. beer kid. <laughs> they drank that many beers on the way up, taking their clothes off. Jesus Christ. I mean... Maybe it's just me because I'm old. <laughs> I have one of those beers and I'm ready for bed.
1: Why are you afraid of flying?
2: <laughs> <laughs> because he's on lifts in that scene. <laughs> That's a Batman
0: <laughs>
2: Go back to our previous commentary that we did. Yep. And they bring a jack-o'-lantern into the bedroom. It's kind of... Come on, Ambiance. Yeah. Well, that must have been there because they didn't bring it with them, so... Maybe that's what the Wallace is like. Everybody has weird kinks in this movie. Like, like, look at him. He's clearly rubbing on her knee right no, now. I was going say,
1: like, belly button sex. <laughs> Not as bad as the room sex scene.
2: Like, he stops for a minute, gets back into it, and then that's it. Yep, that's it. Imagine if that was just a really well placed blooper, <laughs> like someone just walk, someone back on the set just walk by the like, light.
0: <gasps> what are you fucking
2: doing? We hear do fucking, I walk? Do you walk into my shots? Yeah, John Carpenter has like a Christian Bale moment. <laughs> he even has a British accent all of a sudden for no reason.
0: Lottie fucking da smoke, smoke, <laughs> smoke, <laughs> smoke. While you're
2: doing it. Now, do the Wallaces smoke? Because clearly, when the Wallaces Everybody come smokes. home, their house will smell like smoke.
1: I mean, I bet you, you could pro- if you walked in that house back in the day, you could probably find ashtrays the size of plates.
2: So if they have like, Glade plugins back in the day, they'd have a cigarette-scented <laughs> one just for the hell of it? <laughs> just- the Glade has a cigarette sticking in it. Yeah. I wonder if they make that car freshener that cigarette smelled just just to fuck with people.
1: Oh, there must be. There, or, there, like, there, cigarette, uh, cigarette uh, you, candles. If it's not... <laughs> If it's not like a major chain, it's an Etsy item.
2: Tobacco candles. You just light this candle and your whole room smells like fucking the Marlboro <laughs> Factory. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Mall's unfiltered.
1: <laughs> I'm just reminded of that ad from the uh, New York uh, Cancer Society of the guy with the tracheotomy singing. Like, you don't know wait die of tobacco. You do sometimes have a hole I think in of, your neck. I think of Dennis Leary and tricky army man. Yeah. As Bob is going downstairs to uh, get a beer, the door opens. Door opens. Like- see, now I
2: used to think to myself, like, why wouldn't you turn the fucking lights on? There's no way I'd ever do this. Now I walk through a fucking school building at like midnight with the lights off because I forgot to close a fucking window, and I'll do this in the dark. And yeah. sometimes see. You like, fuck- glad there's no rats in the ceiling. Sometimes see fucking mice scurrying by. <laughs> yep. Linda, you asshole.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> okay. Come on out. But how would Linda be in there if you got down there first? Went to the bathroom? It's probably a bathroom upstairs. Nah, he would have hurt her, I think. Unless she's that light on her feet after sex. I
1: mean, he's that light. Well, now Michael's, he's Michael's, Michael's he's able, able to pick him up one
2: handed. He's about to be suspended with apparently an extending butcher knife. <laughs>
1: It's a go go go-go gadget, uh... gadget knife. knife. Go-go <laughs> gadget knife! <laughs> Penny's wondering, like, why the hell she built that for him.
2: See, I think it would have been more effective... Where is it? If they went in further and maybe, like, only, like, two of the fucking three, you know, tangs of the knife were mm-hmm. still sticking out. I could have bought it more that way.
1: It's a real sticking point for you?
2: Yes, this is a real sticking point. Like I'll demonstrate on you later <laughs> if you want, you know. Tim's just so, so high you can like cut that. it
1: with a knife. Uh huh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tim is so annoying I can cut him with a knife. <laughs>
1: Wait, that was he said, Spooky. This is unsettling, even to this mm-hmm. day with with Myers oh, with the sheet over his head. Yeah. I do enjoy when Deborah Hill is speaking about the behind the scenes, like. They literally built the scene, the the structure just around scares. Like, all right, what could be scary? And then they just plug those into the, the story they want to tell. I can't see anything I like. It's below the frame. <sighs> well, that's the thing about this movie. It's not lewd. It's not leering in any no. way.
2: Like, I mean, we see boobs in the first fucking five minutes, but then they're
1: chopped up. Like, okay, say, like, the very low angle shot in Texas Chainsaw Massacre that goes underneath the swing. Is that a leering shot? When what's her face approaches the house? Oh, um, no, because you can't really see her butt. Her shorts aren't that right. short. Right. Hmm, okay, don't answer me. Huh. So Michael's about to exact revenge for Carrie White right here.
2: Mm. <laughs> he just lumbers in like.
1: Yeah, I think the- he has to take the- shallow steps so he doesn't accidentally trip on the the sheet. Mm. That's why he's walking so wide.
2: <laughs> I know PJ Souls would tell stories of how Nick Castle wasn't really, like, tying the thing tight. <laughs> so she had to... She had to, like... I think she was, like, yelling at him or whatever. Like, harder... <laughs> Seriously, like cause, cause that was the one thing all I always said about Nick Castle. He was so nice that he didn't want to like hurt anyone. Right, like when he was choking Annie, like he wasn't really putting anything into it. It was like literally holding his hand it was in just, place. Yeah.
1: Michael should say like, oh, "She'll call you back." She'll call you. <laughs> <Die>! <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's what he should have said there.
0: <laughs> Die. Uh, oh.
2: Michael sliding re- down the banister to turn on the lights. We have to, to review light. that at some point. Or we did review that. We have to do a commentary on that at some point.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: don't do that in my ear.
0: <laughs>
1: like
2: Gollum. when he's defeated.
1: I'm gonna like you know like how Sam has the rope around Gollum dragging him towards uh, mortar. That's gonna be me getting oh, yeah. to do the commentary for *Hollywood*. That's too. fucking
2: me waking like when he's laying on the ground like rising. That's me when I wake up. <laughs> this Is <laughs> when
1: you sleep. You sleep in pebbles. Is that why your back is so messed up? It burns
0: off. Take off us. Take it off us.
2: So you let the kids sleep in the master bedroom. Okay, how are Well, this is Tommy's house, so he could go to bed in his own fucking room. Uh, Lindsay got to wake up at some point, so why is she in her PJs? It's
1: probably borrowed from Tommy.
2: They're Tommy's PJs. That's even worse. (laughs) (laughs) Even if you do pick her up and carry her home before parents go home, why is she in the boy across the street's pajamas? I don't remember
1: buying those. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, why are you wearing Spider-Man PJs? Mm. Why are you wearing Howard the Duck PJs? (gasps) (gasps) He found the car. (laughs) like, shit,
2: I should have seen that hours ago. When did he park this? (laughs) Yeah, that's always been a, uh, I know when reading, like, goofs and stuff it's been a point of contention like, did he repark the car? Did he move it, you know? If he didn't, then this is a goof. Because Loomis then spends the rest of the movie fucking wandering the streets. I mean, I'm sure my... Gun-toting! I'm sure he did move it a little. Well, did he?
1: Because isn't he uh, still across the street? Like it's still parked in front of. Uh,
2: like when when Lindsay residence. Lindsay and Annie come across the street, the car that he stands up from behind when he farts—that's his car, right? Yeah. Well, he might have moved it again. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, don't I know. mean
1: he's he's that's the thing You can operate anywhere. He's got the Jason Takes Manhattan's uh, yeah, teleportation,
0: teleportation oh, I remember,
2: You know, it's funny because like, was that the first? Jason movie? I know I saw the first Friday the Thirteenth first, but I think Jason Takes Manhattan was the first Jason movie I saw, and I just remember th- immediately thinking Halloween, except exaggerated like hell.
1: So like, at least like should... he
2: walks everywhere, he appears out of nowhere, but he literally appears out of thin air.
1: With the exception, of Jason goes to hell. It was all going. It was all up uphill. It was all up from there. You couldn't go any lower than Jason Takes Man, other than Jason goes to hell.
2: I. I'm
1: okay with Jason
2: Goes to Hell. Yeah, see, he moved the car. Mm. I'm okay with Jason Goes to Hell because it dared to be different.
1: It's still my least favorite of the entire series.
2: Well, the autopsy guy in the beginning, he was trying to prove his worth to the... to the uh, the uh, Oh, God, what the fuck was it? I just ruined my own joke. The Dothraki by eating a heart in the beginning. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I just... Wow. <laughs>
1: And so I'm literally
2: going to shit my bed tonight just because of how badly I shit the bed on that joke. <laughs>
1: as Laurie crosses.
2: I'm going to go eat a lot of like Kung Pao chicken right now. I'm just going to go to
1: like P.F. Chang's. <laughs> and so we have like an echo of like the scene in Psycho as as beer miles approaches the um, the, Bates Bates Bates, the Bates house is now Laurie's doing the same thing here.
2: If Norman Bates had a butler, he would call him Master Bates. Fuck you, you're just mad you didn't think of that first.
1: I didn't get my hand on that one, that's for sure. Uh,
2: that's it. We broke the we broke the, <laughs> we broke the commentary. <laughs> Here's the scene where Lori rings the doorbell. Here's like, the part where she knocks. She just <laughs> yelled Bob.
1: Linda? <laughs> like, what was it like listening to that commentary, friend? Yeah, it was a couple of jerk offs on the uh, podcast. Yeah. If any
2: of her is still with us, I'll be fucking surprised.
1: <laughs> we got to think of a word at the end of the episode. That
2: was my favorite line out of uh, that one Mitch Hedberg special. It's like, hey, if you guys, any of you guys want to talk to me after the show, I'll be fucking surprised. <laughs> <laughs> um... the, because, because like, this movie reuses so many... I, I don't want to say the same shots, the same perspectives. I'm always looking for things in the fucking dark. Mm-hmm. Like we see this exact perspective later, you know, mm-hmm. we saw it a little before. I'm always just like, and, and you're, you are wondering how did Michael get like all the bodies set up upstairs and leave the door open and close it and put the thing behind. So I'm always looking for shit. Right. I'm always like looking in the backgrounds and everything. And we have a little tease here where she goes to check the door. He popped out and of. you're like,
1: Oh no, 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 no. Don't go. Don't go. And then we hear a clunk.
2: Like I'm looking to see if there's like a crew member in
1: the in the outside that we could see. I mean, because there are a few shadows of crew members moving dolly tracks or moving like moving the dolly track uh, throughout the movie.
2: Oh Christ! (laughs) This is this is wonderful. Yeah, so like like
1: we're kind of speechless here because it's. It's great. I, I am. I my, my
2: eyes are visually scanning through the entire goddamn scene. Like I just saw, see. There's like it's her shadow. I guess. Yeah. For a minute, I thought is there like a coat wafting back and forth on a hanger. No, it's just her shadow.
1: Yeah, because all the all the lights being poured in from the windows. Fucking, you know something's there,
2: and your your eyes are looking for it, and you're terrified the whole time. That's what makes it great.
1: And now Lori's really starting to get freaked out as she approaches the stairs to go up to find out what the hell's going on. In and our her e- friends are playing a trick on her.
2: In our episode of this, this is where you just, like, let me go. Because I was so, like, immersed <laughs>
1: in describing this scene. And you slowly build the suspense. And everyone
2: can think of, like, when you come home late, you know, and the light is pouring through, how many times you come home in your house and there's like just the littlest bit of light and your house looks this dark and, you know, there's like a room upstairs and you you almost don't want to go into it, you know? Mm -hmm. It's almost just that that fear of the unknown in the dark. Like, like, I think that's what got me with this scene. It's just how many times have I come home and seen my house look exactly like this in the dark, you know?
1: And somebody who like doesn't keep too many lights on the house anyway. Uh, you've been to my house when, like, at nighttime, I, I have like, one light on in the room, and that's it, and everything else just kind of falls off. Much to the chagrin of you, because you're like, ah, this is kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. It gets you off. Huh? It gets you off. Uh, well, big in the dark. Well, I can't be in the light too much, otherwise I'll burn. Yeah. As Laurie finally approaches the master bedroom door, and as Roger Corman says, like... A horror movie's built on people clo- approaching closed doors.
2: And just watching this in, like, pristine blue... I I, can- I need to get a 4K TV so we can finally watch the 4K Blu-ray of this. Yep. Year. In HDR, all the fucking bells and whistles and works.
1: Raise the levels and all on uh, your sound system, just to bl- the really... I
2: don't think my sound... Well, I mean, unless the fucking... They up the uh, sample rate to 96 kilohertz. It's not going to make much of a difference. Mm-hmm. That's, why oh. I lo- oh, that's why I love that Suspiria Blu-ray so much. Because it's 7.1. Uh, 128- 96 kilohertz sample rate. Bob's Fucking shit around. pops out. Cross-eyed, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> I never noticed the bruises around her neck for such a long
1: time. Yeah. Oh, and this. And the iconic shot as Laurie leans against the I door. Got,
2: I got to see if HDR ruins this.
1: I mean, the 4K Blu-ray review probably mentions this in the video review.
0: Boom! Ow!
2: <sighs> I wonder how they filmed that just past the camera down.
1: <laughs> Undercrank it so when they speed it up, it looks yeah. really fast. Oh, that's creepy. There's the silhouette of Michael coming downstairs. A cadence.
0: Bump. Bump-bump. Ba bum. bump Ba bum. Stepping
1: over the camera, like, whoa!
2: <laughs> I better not trip. My leg is already fucked up. <laughs> oh, and the goddamn rake. How did he do that?
1: Sci Bob did it.
2: <laughs> like he hit himself in the face with it And it got stuck there So it was like perfect He was just lurking around the neighborhood Imagine like the Michael Myers mask With sideshow bob hair He walks on a rake yeah. Swack yeah. Michael so- Myers voice by Kelsey Grammer oh, bro, Break the sugar glass
1: For god's sake now I gotta kill Laurie Strode So Michael stopped to clean up the glass that the mess that uh, so, Lord made
2: my eyes are fixated on that back of the fucking house. Well, he needed a sandwich, too. He's been eating nothing but dog all day. Uncooked.
1: Yeah, but he's going to crash. All those carbs hitting him all at once. I know, right? Unless it's unless whole well, thing- he needs
2: the energy boost to walk across the street. True. Oh, and you fucking asshole neighbors. You turn the light on, and then... Oh,
1: to be fair, if somebody came banging on your door, screaming, help me, help me, would you let them in? Uh,
2: if it was a young girl, probably, who's clearly limping. If it was the fucking Clockwork Orange Gang, no. <laughs> okay, at least I was going to say, let's be specific
1: here. I feel like camera operator runs to the bushes here, like, ow, 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 ow,
2: If Laurie Strode were singing, singing in the rain, I would not let her in.
1: Yeah. Okay, so this is where... It, oh, this, this is
2: where I fucking have a boner you could hang the lead apron at the dentist office, <laughs> office off of.
1: John Bam, the director, says, like, you got to know whose point of view it is in each scene. And it's obviously, this is from Lori's point of view, because the camera stays with her. We don't track with Michael. That's why I think the big difference is when oh. this scene approaches, it happens again in Halloween tune, it's from Michael's point of view and not Lori's, oh. and I think it's as effective.
2: Oh, baby. I know, it's just a man walking, but it's just so fucking... It's unnerving. intense, it's unnerving, it's creepy.
1: And Tommy takes a sweet-ass time against the
2: door. Oh, and he opens the doorknob on the wrong side, because movies. But look, th- the window's already open. Yep. So that's what I think of. It's like, was Michael Myers over there before? He opened it up, followed her back through the bushes, locked her out, went through the front door when she was upstairs. I don't know. <laughs> And he did it without making a single noise. Uh, now she notices.
1: Yeah, he was probably in their backyard waiting for Lori to leave. Do this, <sighs> then do the stuff outside. Cut the phone line. Mm-hmm. And I imagine Gander- Michael made himself like a, a slug just sliding in, into the house in order to get behind the couch here. He's like the Grinch on Christmas. <laughs>
2: oh, but he underestimated knitting needles. Those damn knitting needles.
1: Mm-hmm. Ow. <laughs> it's the and, by the worst uh uh pen, big pen that you could possibly happen.
2: I remember in the in the uh alpha version of that unfinished fan game, Halloween the Awakening, mm-hmm. that we covered in Halloween Tricks and Treats. Fucking this was a hard part.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I died many a times.
1: But you did it for the the glory of video gamers everywhere.
2: The glory of video gamers who will probably never, ever get to play it because I have not been able to find anything about it online. It was it, I, I got an alpha version of it in 2002 and never heard from it again. It was built with that most latest version of RPG Maker. And I know that because a friend of mine gave me a copy of it. Mm-hmm. And I was making
1: my own shit. I mean, if it exists, it's either somewhere deep in Reddit or deep in 4chan. And I would not I recommend going go that far.
2: <laughs> That's how old it is. It predates Reddit and Fortune.
1: Oh, Fortune don't go on that anymore because it's just a cesspool.
2: Yeah, I don't know. The internet's a cesspool in general. Oh, yeah. And Doctor Loomis didn't get his foot run over somehow, by <laughs> or <laughs> on the way, or right there pulling away.
1: That's why he can't chase After Michael
0: because yep. he's, he's his both he uh, feet ran over, but he's so <laughs> focused he doesn't let you know that he's. In it's after the adrenaline pain. falls off. He's like,
1: oh shit. My
2: foot, my foot! No, no! But he had enough. The adrenaline came back up, with the pain went away to chase after Ben Tramer.
1: Ah, uh, this is when the boom
2: pole is seen. Oh no! There it is. Wait, wait! I saw it just now. Yep. Oh, there it there is. There it is, right under Lori's arm. Yep. There's like a shadow flickering
1: by. Because I, I think they're waiting at the audio guy like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> to do
2: another take? Oh, God, and just that, him walking up. I remember the first time watching that widescreen
1: that fucked with me.
2: Oh, oh that rack it, focus. Because I'd watch it for so many years in 4x3, and that was cut out, the the, uh, the background of him walking up the stairs.
1: Yeah, I think the biggest enemy to John Carpenter's career in the 1980s was Pan and Scan. Ugh. Oh,
2: God bless you, DVD and Blu-ray.
1: Michael goes into the master bedroom. Huh, maybe she committed suicide. Looked out the window. I'm down here, you big horse's ass. That's what she should have said. There you? you go. Maybe she committed suicide. Thank you for picking up for what I was putting down.
2: Or she
0: committed
2: suicide. Down here, you big horse's ass. Come and get me before I call the
1: cops. we going to call the cops. What?
0: From a treehouse? From a
1: closet?
2: Joe Pesci should have been Michael Myers. And he has a baseball bat instead of <laughs> – he's
1: a fountain pen instead of a knife. It's Frank Vincent. That's who played Dr. Lewis in this.
2: <laughs> he kills him with a – he's there shooting him out of the window. He hits him with a bat out the window.
1: <laughs> you, and your, you and your fucking brother. Tell you
0: piece of shit. <laughs> Call
2: him Sammy. And so this is obviously Tommy Lee Wallace yep. again. Um, Anytime you've seen Michael Myers breaking through something like the kitchen door before, that was Tommy Lee Wallace. As production designer, he was the one responsible for designing all that shit. So instead of having to explain to your actors how hard to hit something and where just, to hit it, where to hit it, you know, he just, all right, let me put on the fucking, I could do it in one take, you know, and he
1: did. I guess it's just the the power of the mask and the, the costume, like anybody could wear it. And well, what's nice
2: about the shots where it is, Tommy, the Wallace is that it's, you know, only like part of him. Like we only see him from like what the waist up right there yeah. We saw his arm and, and yeah, his arm and his mask like a, a few moments ago. Now he gets clothes hanger to the eye and in the TV cut. Original TV cut, they cut this part out.
1: Or him getting stabbed with the. knife? getting
2: stabbed. It's just he gets poked in the eye and then he falls
1: down. And that's it. What, like, Michael is incapacitated by a Three Stooges stick? Yes.
0: <laughs> <What? Woo! laughs>
2: she just slaps him in the face and he goes down. <laughs> <laughs> rips off a hunk of his masked hair. <laughs> pokes him in the eyes. Grabs a hold of his no- nose and points it.
0: <laughs> oh! <Ow! laughs> <laughs> curly c-
1: curly versus uh, Michael, Michael Myers. Myers. Oh shit. <laughs> that's a match that's a match for the ages. Okay. So Lori says Don't drop did- the knife there, chow Nope. She's about to drop the knife. Which is lo- I lovely explained in Cabin in the Woods why they do that. Why? Uh because all everything's rigged in there, so like there's literally a static charge in all the knives that makes them drop the knives whenever oh. they really do it. If I was the kids, I would not open the door because, like, hey, you said the killer was dead before, and they made me open the door again? Fuck well, you. I'm not doing that.
2: Tyler Maine would prove that even bathrooms are not safe.
1: I'm surprised the house is still standing at what Tyler Maine did to the that place.
2: No, <laughs> oh, that's his house. <laughs> I always wanted to remodel the attic. I just needed a young woman trapped in it. All it takes is a little motivation to get you moving. And here's where Halloween 2 begins. And the most
1: terrifying shot in the entire movie. Oh, my God,
2: yeah. Have you ever seen on YouTube those, like,
1: authentic
2: crowd reactions from 1970? I don't know if they're fucking real, but they're great.
0: Oh. Oh. (laughs) Little little kids.
2: The creepy van's on the opposite side of the road. Why are they running towards it? (laughs) Go
0: to your home. Imagine if he went in the
2: wrong house and it oh my just God, like dis- just shoots. It was just like a domestic dispute going on. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, Mr. Henderson um is dead now because a crazy psychiatrist accidentally shot him. But I was
2: searching for the evil.
1: Yeah, we're gonna put uh, him in an institution. Oh boy. Oh Jesus. Shocking. Well, that, I find it funny that that's his go-to move rather than stabbing people.
2: Well, I don't think he knows where his knife is right now. So, yeah. oh,
1: hello, Tony Moran.
2: Thanks goodbye, stop- Tony Moran. Thanks for stopping by, Tony Moran.
1: Ow,
0: ow! I will
2: say that was like a creepy, like look on his face and like how it was lit.
1: Yeah. And so we are breathing here when he gets shot six times, but when we do Halloween 2, there's no sound effect of him breathing there. Yeah, and a different gunshot sound effect. Yeah, because... And he lands on a lawn that's fully grown.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, because I think it's the universal stock sound effects that he, they use in Halloween 2. But it's recap footage. Why would you have to fucking alter it? I don't know. Was that released in stereo? it's the Boogeyman. Yes.
2: Now, That's I funny. know if you're watching this on an TV, you can see on her face there's, like, a weird, like, imprint pattern. It was because Jamie Lee Curtis was, had just been taking a nap on a fucking couch earlier. Huh? It's, like, on one of her... We can't really see it because we're watching this on a CRT. Cause yeah. It's like fucking weird like that. Yep. Oh, uh, and he's gone. <sighs> Halloween theme plays.
1: And it's the village voice that saved this movie. Yeah. Because it was released regionally and didn't get any traction until the first Village Voice review came out, and then, of course, the traction afterwards, and then it would go on to become a phenomenon. And Just Lewis, like how Lewis here knew this would of, happen.
2: I knew this would happen. John Carpenter had him, you know, wanted, he asked Dr., uh, no, what was it? Uh, Donald Pleasant asked him, How do you want me to do this? I could do this two ways. And, oh, so. They went with the, I knew, it, w- it was either, oh my God, he's gone, or I knew this would happen.
1: Yeah. And he kind of starts with like, holy shit, he's gone. But then he, the slow realization that I knew this would happen. And then we have all these-, these
2: ending shots of just like before, you know, before the slate comes in.
1: Yeah.
2: I, I swear there's a crew they member. There's something moving back there. Holy fuck, man. And that's what I, the things I look for. And it's like, with the breathing and everything. Ugh. Halloween. Halloween. Well, to sum it all up, if Halloween were a beautiful woman, I would have sex with it every day until I break myself and am dead. That's how much I love it.
1: I'm glad you My favorite
2: movie ever. It's your all-time
1: favorite movie. I would
2: say it's my all-time favorite movie. The the number of different copies I own of it, the amount of times I watched it, it's my favorite movie.
1: It's in my top three favorite movies. Um, It's my favorite horror movie. I love, like, the one stunt is literally... Um, Stunt. credited with this the long, yeah. So Ray Stella was the camera operator here. Yeah, yeah just wow. So, like, yeah, it, it is.
0: It's Boom! Hard to,
2: Joe Brennan, you're fucking fired. <laughs> you're fucking fired. You're never coming back. We gotta see now in
1: Halloween Two if he's back. Guess who's back? Back again. Ugh. Brennan's back. Kind of glide, Ray Stella. Yep. Call a friend. Do 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 do. Yeah, it is my like I said, it's my favorite horror movie. Is the it is I I often am torn between it, like, whether it be this or the thing is what Carpenter's best movie is. Um, the Bowling Green Philharmonic show. <laughs> which is literally just him, just him. <laughs> yeah, because by the time he gets the Christine Carpenter, like saw his name like four times on the big billboard. And it's like all right, this is egregious. I can't. I gotta start using pseudonyms. This is this is too much. And obviously, Forbidden Planet. Uh, courtesy of MGM. MGM is when they that's where the Metro Color and that's where they did the titles, that's where they d- developed the film from because it was the they were the best in the business at the time.
2: That was a big portion of the budget too.
1: Yeah. Shooting anamorphic and getting the the that's yeah. why I think it's why it's so gorgeous and it holds up. And why every
2: fucking transfer of the film like ever to come out looks amazing. And yeah. Somehow it manages to get better every fucking time a new version comes out. Mm-hmm. God, I gotta!
1: It is the blueprint. Like, if you want to make a scary movie, like this is the first one. That this, like, along with Alien, Jaws, Psycho. There's just the ones that you just study in order to tell a good story that's scary. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, that's Halloween. That's Halloween. Any final, any any more final thoughts than that?
2: Uh, no. If it were a beautiful woman, I would make sweet love to it until I died. That's how much I love this movie.
1: Thank you. And I absolutely adore this movie, too. Uh, everybody, I hope everybody's enjoyed our first commentary track in this series of the original Halloween.
2: I hope you. I hope, I hope. hope we described how to sync it up in such a way that you had success. I know that's often an issue sometimes. So yeah. Uh,
1: let us know if we can improve it some way or like, it worked or not. We're really looking forward to it. But just let that. us know
2: if you hate our guts for no reason. We'd love that, too.
1: Oh, well, he does. I don't. I don't know. Um so I know you don't you know on social media, no. but <laughs> like I said, if you want to get in contact with me, you can go find me on Twitter at Timothy Rooney Two, my Instagram at T Rooney1012, and my YouTube channel at Through the Lens Productions. So you go to YouTube.com slash through the Lens Productions through as if you're going through the window like you're Michael Myers. Um, you stalked him. Yeah, stalk me there and get in con- con- contact with me that way. Uh, Mike, thank you for taking time right now to talk uh, Halloween with me. Thanks for having me, buddy. Uh, come back next time to continue to talk about movies. And, and next month, probably, we'll do this monthly. We'll doing this monthly. And, just like last time. And subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Uh,
2: I'll take a four. I don't care.
1: The I'm going to take a five. I'm going to take a five. I'm I'm going. I'm going for it. Two out of three, eight (laughs) bed. Come back next time. Continue to talk about movies and
0: all, all, all the pop culture stuff. And we'll be talking to you soon. See you guys.